And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. She's an actress and writer who is fine if you don't love her, but you know, she literally broke her back for your entertainment. It's Nicole Thurman. And he's a writer and comedian whose positive outlook on life means that if a stranger comes up and asks to scrub his taint, he just says yes. It's Jordan Morris. Chef Jeff is here to say, to stay the hell away from strangers asking to scrub his taint, or so he thinks. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little choco rooms. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. Angela D. And I see them. I said it choco rooms a little more. I enunciated, I think, more than the makers of choco rooms would normally do. They're these little like, look like little mushrooms with like a chocolate cap and they have them at Costco and I see them every time we go and then I think, no, we're already spending $300 when we came here to spend $25 and I will not get them. (laughs) But now that they've been the carb of the week, maybe I need to. Anyway, I am on Patreon, all sorts of fun stuff. Patreon. Check it out. Uh, there's, uh, you can get episodes of the friend zone. That's my Patreon bonus podcast. Uh, just had Stephanie Walter Taylor on and boy, did we get into stuff that can only be gotten into behind the paywall. Uh, if you subscribe, go for an annual subscription and get two months free. Patreon.com slash Patreon. Okay. I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello, Nicole Thurman. Welcome back. Hello. Thank you for having me again. Lovely to see you. Lovely to see you. Lovely to be smelling you. Oh, thank you. You have a new perfume. <laughs> I just got a new perfume. I'm very proud of it. And it'd be, what a weird thing to say if you didn't have a new perfume. We hadn't discussed Ooh. it, that, right? <laughs> You'd be like, what? you have a new perfume? And I'm like, yes, my, it's the body odor. Yes, I was eating <laughs> Your scent is pleasing to me. <laughs> <laughs> hello, Jordan Morris. Hi. You all smell great in your own way. Yeah. I'm enjoying yeah. everyone's scents, oh whether they mm-hmm. be uh, uh, a fancy international perfume or just natural musk. Oh, thank you. What it, well, okay, so you pointed to Nicole and gave her fancy yeah. international perfume. You pointed to Daniel and gave him what, just regular old musk? Regular natural musk. Natural I, guess you, I mean, you're married to him. You've smelled the musk. Of course, right? but what about... That's probably a big reason why the relationship works. I mean, the pheromones. But, yeah. what about, but what about me? I didn't get a designation. Oh, um, I'll, I'll think of a smell compliment Mothballs. for Thank you, you before the end of the show. Mothballs? Yeah, you should. <laughs> That's just my age. Oh. You know, old people <laughs> supposedly do like have a, a, a specific odor. There's like a specific old person scent that happens as you get older. And I forget why, but I've read an article about it. And also, I am happy to say, unless that makes me sound like incredibly insular in my uh, life, like I don't think I could pinpoint old person smell. Yeah, I I don't, I think, I mean, I guess we all remember our grandma's house having a particular smell. Yeah, right? but that, is that, that old people varies, smell or is that old that people? varies grandma to grandma, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, maybe just like old person's products, maybe yeah. right? Oh, the like, products for sure. Like, like soup, Bengay. soup mix, soup, soup powder, mix? like a, a bouillon cube, a bouillon cube. <laughs> yes, 
<laughs> Post them. Yeah, I don't know that hard candies have a smell. Werther's. Werther's. Yeah. Oh. I feel like my grandparents never had a smell, but like if you go into a nursing home, there's. But I always figure that's just more has to do with the nursing you know, home cleaning products. I, yeah, but, but yeah. maybe they like up the scent of them because they're trying to like counteract. the way that Disneyland like will pump the scent out, right? Like vanilla or whatever, or like they'll cinnamon just, roll or they'll something. They'll put like certain scents into yeah. the air that old person scents. If anyone knows. What an old per- if anyone's like, oh yeah, I totally know old person smell. You know, while right. we're on the subject of smells, and then I do have to say hello to someone else yes. in the room. Um, you know how people talk about sex having a smell? Yeah, yeah, a funk. I don't think I know what that is. <laughs> it's the smell of like bodies okay. and like sweat mixed mm. together. Right? But how is it? Di- like, is it? Can you? Because I I feel like it, I've seen either on like shows or it must just be on shows. Someone walk into a room and say it smells like sex. Like, is that different than walking into a gym? I think so. I think yeah. so. It's more yeah. like the the parts were out. I don't for know. Longer. That, I mean, I think is I, it a is it a funk? It doesn't sound like a good. It's like a funk. I, I think, think it's just like, like a body. It's a pleasant smell. natural like a musk. smell, like a musk. Oh, like yes. Daniel. Yeah. Right. Like there's there's a body smell that's not bad. Like there's bo. That's right. different. Right. Yeah. But then there's like, oh, this is a natural thing coming from a human's processes. But it's pleasant. What processes are we talking about? You know, you know, fucking, <laughs> you the, know, the ultimate, the first processes, <laughs> the original yes. processes. So uh, hold on, um, what's that coming from Allison's side of the table? Mm-hmm. There we Is go. that talent? <laughs> <laughs> Is that pure talent? <laughs> Thank you. Talent. Oh my god! Wow, the wait was worth it. And Jeff smells like banana bread. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Jeff Fox. Welcome. Hi, Allison. Do you like my scent? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Is that Robin? No, that was you. Oh, can I hear it again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds like me, but also like Robin. Okay, so lots to get into. Um, today is uh, the day of the Emmys. I don't think that they're, they're not airing today, though, right? They're just recording them. Did anyone anyone follow oh, the Emmys schedule? Great question, because I know like the Creative Arts Emmys yeah. were a co- were out on the same day as the Golden Globes, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. oh yes. I think as uh, maybe Nicole can vouch for this. As animation people, we see all of our colleagues winning those yes. Emmys during that like a week before ceremony. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just feeling great for all of them. We're so happy for them. It's yeah. one big We're family. So happy for them. So Their happy success for them. is our success. Their money maybe could be ours too if they yeah. want to share a little bit. That would be cool. You uh, know, just because we're so happy for you. I'm so happy. We'll be like, we're happy. Oh my god, so excited. So happy for you. Uh, they all deserve. It. You, you know, know what? Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. A rising tide lifts all boats. Yes. Mm-hmm. Don't you think so, too? Mm-hmm. And it's energy in the universe, positivity, yeah. love. Right. Processes. I actually feel like I always have been very uh, excited for people in their awards. I think yeah. this year I'm over, I'm a little over it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. It had, to, it had to be a limit. I'm very, I'm very like a rising tide, you know, yes. the lift the a ladder. People put the ladder back down to their people. Um, I'm all about it, and I love it. And it's very exciting to know so so many people yeah. doing so well in TV. But yeah, after the strikes and just the, a long year, I think it's a little, I, you know, there's a moment where I was like, let me uh, get off of Instagram for a couple days. Just yeah. take a little break. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's fun, but sometimes it is a little bit like, I don't need to see okay, another friend I, in front of a step and repeat. Yeah, like, I'm good. I saw all the step and repeats. That's like, fun. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I would have stepped. I, I would have repeated. repeated. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I don't remember the, also, the. I feel like all the awards shows are really chunked together. Yeah, yes, I don't remember that. Strike. Well, it's not 
know. The Emmys are usually what, like September? Or oh yeah, but they got know. moved. They oh. got moved. Yeah. So I think that's maybe oh. why there's a lot of succession Emmys yeah. because maybe they were oh. supposed to go got like, it. last year, but this is kind of a delay. They got pushed. So. This... Normally, this is just about the movies this time of year. Yeah. Yep. The silver screen. Which there are a lot of good oh, yeah. movies this year. I feel like. Yeah. This was a really good year. Yeah. 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 I haven't seen any of them, but oh man, are they good! But those trailers, well, so well, good. Well, what a so costume! Good. I go to the movies to laugh. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, like Nicole Kidman. You no, know we got it. Huh? Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, it, it was hard to tell because there wasn't any, you know, laughter. Can I read something that just came across the transom? Sure. This is from uh, uh, some, uh, our nanny who's with the boys. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they are where there's like a train. Yes, there's we a little can, train. We can say it there at Disconcert. They're at Disconcert. Gardens. So Ooh. Owen, <laughs> Owen heard a couple parents shout, "Walter, you're too close!" While their child traced the chased the train here, and Owen shouted back, "You're too close!" The parents came around the corner and were chuckling at Owen and thanked him for being on their side. It was Topher Grace and his wife. <gasps> Whoa! Oh. Can you Topher, believe? Keep our, an eye on those kids. Our boy is schmoozing, and he is He's sucking up to the celebs. He totally is networking they have a child named walter so yeah so she's an actress she's an actress yeah and i think she's been on like uh like true blood being on true blood though could mean like you were one of someone you remember or someone that was in the back half of the series you would never know because you didn't watch it like she was a fairy that season that they went into all different kinds of wood nymphs and sprites that show really um so what i was wondering though has anyone here been to an award show i have i've been to two as someone like as a reporter writing about them, mm-hmm. um, the Video Music Awards in 1998, which is weird because I was only four years old, uh, <laughs> and then was it? oh, I don't even know if this counts. It was the like Spike Network Stag Men's Award or something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did one day writing jokes for one of those. Really? What so was funny. it? Oh gosh, who hosted that year? I totally forget. I think they didn't use anything that our day. Uh, actually created but yeah. um yeah i couldn't couldn't tell you i forgot i went to the dvd awards wow <laughs> best menus oh, best <laughs> commentary best, yeah well it'd be like best horror you know movie over okay. a certain box office or whatever um uh i've yeah. been to a uh i i was nominated for a streamy one year Ooh, uh, nice. so i went to the streamies nice. musical guest vanilla ice oh my wow. gosh what year was this uh this wow. god when was this um it was maybe 2015 16 something like that so not the height of his career uh no uh but do okay so dude opens with ice ice baby mm-hmm where do we go from here? Yeah. Right. Do go from there? I don't even know any of his. Does other... he have anywhere else yeah. to go? Yeah, yeah, he had several other songs, and I'm like, okay, I guess. Oh, Maybe no. I kind of vaguely recognize this. I'm like, are we just going to end kind of bummed? No. He's got the ninja rap. Oh, that's yeah. go what ninja, he closes. Go, right? Yes, go right? ninja, go ninja, yeah. go. What's Is that from that the famous, Ninja Turtles? It is from the second Ninja Turtles movie, okay. I believe. Secret of the Ooze. So, <laughs> they're like fighting these monsters and they just bust through a wall and uh-huh. Vanilla Ice is having a concert and he makes up a rap about them <laughs> as that they're fighting. That sounds cool. Is he supposed to be a good guy or no? So I think Vanilla Ice performed this year at the Mar-a-Lago New Year. He did. Okay. So maybe... So yes. Li- so great guy. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps wonderful company. Probably did it for free. Yeah, mm-hmm. just because free yeah. left the cause. So uh-huh. yeah, maybe maybe, maybe Vanilla Ice is, is a little MAGA these days. Okay. Could be, could be. <laughs> 
Gotcha. Yeah. You know who I think apparently is a little bit, I don't know if she's MAGA, but she's like, hmm, what's going on there? Is Mary Lou Retton. Are you oh, aware no. of the whole Mary Lou no. situation? She, well, no, didn't she's like anti-vax, right, or something? Didn't there some health problem she had? Where so she, didn't she have... had pneumonia, is what they said. Uh, she had pneumonia, and her daughter started to go fund me for her because she couldn't pay her medical bills and doesn't have health insurance. Then some okay, so on social media, someone said it actually was COVID. I don't, and she's not; right. she's an anti-vaxer. I don't know right. if it's true that it was COVID or not, but she lives in again. I have not fact-checked this, but I believe she lives in like a five million dollar home. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, you so think- she has so there is money there to pay right. the medical bills. So it was a little bit grifty, sure. but there was something else that made me think like it wasn't just the anti-vax stuff. It was there's something else that makes you go, oh, what are her politics? Right. Mm. But the craziest thing was seeing pictures of her because the last time, of course, I've seen Mary Lou Retton was on a Wheaties box mm-hmm. when she was like, whatever, she was 17, 16. So, so she just thinks every for every health ailment, you just eat a bowl of Wheaties. Yeah, yeah. which is She's not been right. so Wheaties pilled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, but now she looks like an old grandma, and I was like, that's not Mary Lou Retton. What? She's 16 years old. Smells like a bouillon cube. Yep. Mm, probably <laughs> how do we feel about Wheaties my memory how did we or do we are they not they're not around anymore they right? are they I are. just saw them like a week ago and I was like oh Wheaties that's who's, why I say that who's on the box now I don't know I didn't recognize Vanilla who it was Vanilla. are, you, are <laughs> people Wheaties keeping track little, yeah. do people keep track of who's on the box of Wheaties is, oh yeah is there a time when you knew mm-hmm. yeah I, I, I read Chartable I for think, Wheaties boxes yeah I think it's still Bruce Jenner actually <laughs> you dead named no, no, I think they just kept the old picture okay. from back in the day. Um, so wasn't he like the first or she or was it? Can you say she, he if you're talking about when back in the day, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't know I yes, I associate Wheaties with Bruce Jenner. Yeah. But anyway, in terms of taste, my memory is Wheaties are somewhere between cornflakes and like raisin bran minus the raisins. Is that right? Yes. I think, think yeah, Wheaties is just the flakes, I believe, mm-hmm. it's without any kind of... It's just wheat flakes. Sure. Yeah. yeah, and it tastes like raisins. They have not been frosted. Yes. Without yeah. the raisins. Yeah, without the raisins. No, no raisins. There, there are some Did cereals you... that you wonder why they're still around. Like, there's Ooh. Wheaties, there's cornflakes. Spend the whole episode talking about yeah. this. Cereals. That yeah. I can't I do grape nuts. I've tried so many times. Well, who are the lunatics who's like, gotta get my grape I nuts? I feel like, Jeff, do you like grape nuts? I don't, but... I have a family member that loved them, and he's nuts. I think <laughs> just, just know that Allison think, thinks you're the type who would like grape nuts. Do you right? see where I could think you might? Or do you feel I'm insulted? a little offended. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, there's a, I, know, I, think, I think maybe at some point grape nuts um, like associated themselves with health. I don't know yeah. if they are actually healthy. It could be one of those things like smoothies where it's like, yeah. mm, that's not actually healthy. Mm-hmm. But I think at one point that was like, the healthy choice mm-hmm. for breakfast. Yeah, in the seventies, like, it was like the health cereal. Sure, right. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. I, I think it's that thing of how healthy it is is directly proportional to how terrible it is. Right. And so the fact that it was so awful and unenjoyable right. yeah. leads people to think like, "Oh, this must be good for me because it's just terrible." There's no reason people would eat this if it wasn't good for you. Like no. when people say the crust is the healthiest part of the bread. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. that as an adult I have a problem with crust, but yeah. as a kid, it was. 
not good. Yeah. All I think Took about me grape long. nuts I, is the, sorry, is when you pour milk on them and they don't move at all. They float <laughs> even a little bit. Yeah. So I'm like, that's gotta be healthy. It's just sitting there at the bottom yeah. of the bowl. And you so, let it sit forever like and they never get they soft. They never no get what, soft. It's they like absorb gravel. no moisture. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know what is also quietly not a great cereal? Okay. Give us a hint. Yeah. Rice Krispies. Oh, okay. Rice Krispies. Is it Rice Krispies? <laughs> Yeah, I saw you write frosted Rice Krispies on because the list. Did, did plain ass Rice Krispies taste like just? But mm. our son likes them. Did you decide he would he prefer frosted? He only likes frosted? them because you put Truvia on them, and now he has to have Truvia. And I'm like, this is not What's happening. Truvia? We're just going to get artificial, it's an artificial sweetener. sweetener. Okay. Yeah, I was like, let's get frosted fucking Rice Krispies. So you decided because I was like, oh, Elliot has been he asking likes for Rice Krispies, but he wants it sweetened. It's like, well, then let's just get the sweetened kind. Okay. Uh, I was never a big cereal kid, um, but I do have a soft spot for Rice Krispies because I'm such a big texture guy. Oh and, right! Ooh, it's a that is a that is. And a all the grape nuts fans are, are right now yelling out their earbuds. Right. I mean, saying. maybe that's a texture that some enjoy. I do yeah. not. But uh, the Rice Krispies texture, whatever it is, is fun in the mouth. <laughs> so you like how it like pops in your mouth? I that really crackle do. Pop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It gets you. Yeah, I know. It's in, in the slogan for a reason. I will say with Rice Krispies, though, cause, and I don't eat them, and I hadn't eaten them mm-hmm. for many years until Elliot started liking them, which Daniel has put the kibosh on, evidently. No, he um, likes them. It's just I know, he, he you're has just... to use Truvia on them. <laughs> if they sit in milk too long, they do, don't you find that they lose their texture excitement? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. I think, I think all, all cereal gets fucking gross if it's in the bowl for more than five minutes mm-hmm. uh, and i think it's part of why i don't eat a lot of it it's mm. just because like if you're not if you don't get it in that window it just becomes right. a, a goddamn right. nightmare uh yeah rice krispies uh rice krispies in there too long is is uh is the worst like it goes from the most fun texture right. to the least fun texture yeah. right i can't get behind fruit loops yeah, our other son likes either. those yeah i like fruit loops yeah, you do like loops. yeah really yeah. i feel so like fruity. they fairly consistent texture wise i'm trying to think it's of, the taste that i don't like it's its own it's flavor it, yeah. i mean these things have their own flavor if you're not into yeah. that then you know i'm not into it you're not into I, it. and same with like fruity pebbles or tri- yeah, that's tricks tricks is fruity too right yeah, yeah i don't even love a fruity candy like mm. if i'm having a, a candy skittle? uh yeah i don't love a skittle i'll have like five if you have a bag of skittles i'll take five mm-hmm. and then i'm good right you know what i recently right. had to do I can't say what I'm to say. I always just talk and then I'm like, oops, I should, why am I talking about this? But it was funny because like two weeks ago I was bored and I was like, I'm just going to get this big thing of Twizzlers, like a five pound, like one of those boxes. Ooh, yeah. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, I'll go through it slowly. I'll just be like, you know, having some candy at home. No, sure. I was eating it so fast that I ended up having to throw away like three quarters yeah. of the box. Cause I was like, I'm going to finish this in two days. I can't do anything in moderation when it comes mm-hmm. to candy. And yeah. I like fruity candy. Where are so. you from? Nicole? Kansas city. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because I feel like Twizzlers, it's like regional mm-hmm. whether you prefer yeah. Twizzlers or Red Vines. Yes. California people tend to like Red Vines more. Yeah. Um, I like Twizzlers better. Yeah. I love them. They're like addictive to me. I have Ca- to slow down. Cali native. Love a Twizzler. Love a Twizzler. Really? Over, yeah. over, over a Red Vine. It's the texture. I love the waxiness. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, and I think that's why I like them. Smoothy, smooth, and waxy. Yeah, See, whereas Red Vines are like hollow. I, and tw- I, Twizzlers aren't. Yeah. Thank no, you. Twizzlers are hollow. They are? Yep. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah. Oh, they're, but just they're just skinnier and they have they're chewier. Yeah. They're chewier. Yeah. Red vines can when they go stale are are a bummer, but like a fresh. You know what? Costco yeah. bin I of red vines. Say, oh no. Stale red vine better than a, I. There's something. I, I, they, I you know what's I kind of. I don't like? want to have to work for it. I kind of like a stale ass <laughs> gummy bear. 
I had some stale coffee bars the other day. They're pretty good. Like it's when the it texture, it's like when it's um chewier, and they get a little skin on them, a little like. <laughs> Film, whatever that little film is. Yeah. Ooh, the that can be fun. That, that can yeah. be fun. Yeah. I'm just still digesting, no pun, that yeah. Twizzlers are hollow because I was thinking there's some kind of waxy, twisted, right. strawberry flavored licorice that's not hollow. I think you're right. I don't know what I'm thinking. There's of. a pull and peels, though, Twizzler pull oh, and peels. I do too. enjoy those. Yeah, I discovered those in college. I love those. Um, yeah. Or licorice whips. It's like licorice. It's like the real oh, yeah. it's like spaghetti. God, I haven't yeah. seen that in or nerd so ropes. long. Nerd yeah, ropes. Oh yeah. Nerd ropes are not bad. Those are pretty good. We can all agree that button candy's awful because you're eating paper, though, right? Can I just, the nerd, the Wonka Corporation has fucked nerds over. <laughs> I'm talking about the candy. If you buy nerds <laughs> now, okay. yeah. it's a bag of assorted nerds. Mm-hmm. It's just all the flavors it's mingled the together. Two flavors yeah, the whole it? thing with nerds with was side. you get the oh, yeah. two flavors yeah. on each side with the so. separate openings. Mm-hmm. That's not, I mean, at least I haven't been able to find Fucking that. Wonka. Speaking Fucking, of segregation. It's all for profit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're all supposed to ignore it because we got this sexy new Wonka. Oh, yeah. oh don't yeah. look over here. Look at Timothy Chalamet swinging around on oh, a light right. pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't even then forget about the fact Back- that we fucked one of our greatest candies. I know we used to have Wilder and separated nerds, and now <laughs> we have Chalamet and a right. bag of nerds. Chalamet. I mean, everybody's asking what their pronouns are, and nobody can make jokes anymore. Oh, wait. Okay, never mind. I've gone too far. So, as we record this, today is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Mm -hmm. Just take it down for one second. Yes. Do you know what age he was when he was assassinated? Because I was surprised by this. I don't. But it's like... 42. I bet it's something... Okay. Nicole is going in with 42. I don't know. Everyone back then, like, seemed... Older than they were, yeah, you know, because there's something about the time, right. especially like, if they were like a legendary figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I think if you were a man, you were smoking and drinking buttermilk. I think that, and you never, <laughs> and you never had any water. Exactly, and you, and they wore a lot of suits. Right, so if you were trying to be respectable. Yes. You wore a suit, yeah. which makes you uh, seem older. older. Yeah. Plus, Would anyone else like to guess? Because well, I do know the I, answer. I, I don't know if like my image of him is when he was closer to when he was killed versus like maybe he, when he was younger, like in my head, I'm not sure if it's a younger version of him, but, uh, yeah, yeah I don't I'd say know. like early forties. I don't know what year that 30s. I have a dream speech was. Do you know, Jeff? I don't officially 67 actually seven or 68. I think it was 67 or 68. Yeah. And then what year was he assassinated? Do we know? Cause that okay. was the year that everything went crazy. Cause then Bobby Kennedy got set. Got it. Too. All right. So we got two votes. Yeah. Right. Wasn't it the same year? They got mm-hmm. assassinated. We, you know, as bad as things are, like that late sixties had had to been worse. Yeah, like in a way, you had you had literally like presidents and then president? assassinated. Yeah, That's crazy. I mean, in a war where you were getting drafted, like yeah. that. We just tend to forget about how crazy that was. But go ahead, Jordan. Yeah. Would you like to enter a guess? Boy, uh, let's see. Yeah, maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll go a little. Maybe I'll go forty-five. Okay, Jeff. Do you have a guess or do you know? I I have the page up. He was okay. twenty-seven. <laughs> All right. He's probably thirty something. Drum roll. Oh wait, wait. You have a sound effect. I was going to do it myself. Oh, I have one somewhere. I'll <laughs> take Nicole's. <laughs> what if I make that sound? <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, that's a drum. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. It's not kind of like it. Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. Oh my gosh. So if someone had asked me how old he was. Right. 
I would have said he was in his 50s. Sure. And right. that when I picture him making the speech, he's right. 50s or like... I, I, I already do the old-time math. So I did the yeah. old-time math. Yeah. Young, 39. I had no idea. He wasn't idea. even 40? Yeah. That's Mm-mm. crazy. He had a dream. I just got anxiety. Same yeah. age. Oh, Come on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I'm older than him. <laughs> um, yeah, that. but that makes sense. I mean, I feel like figures like Cute. that, Malcolm X was probably really young, too. It's all yeah. like they just did so much in their young mm-hmm. age and were such an influential figure that you you just automatically assume. But I was always like that, even with actors. Like, I always assume an actor's older than mm-hmm. me, and they're usually 26 or something. Right. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I would. 39 makes sense to me. I now like whenever I see those kind of sad collections of memes where it's like these people didn't you know write their first book till they were sixty four or whatever right. these mm-hmm. you know so and so didn't discover Never this until grinding. yeah 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 I, but they make me feel better <laughs> yeah um, I enjoy I them now do, I did a podcast recently called Screen Drafts I'll shout it out very fun podcast and the topic was best movies best action movies where the lead is over 55 mm. and it was Ooh. surprisingly hard a lot of those movies where you think you're like okay um, you know John Wick collateral the, when the actor when not the, the actor the, okay. yeah the lead has to be over 55 oh, wow. and it was a little harder than I thought you know, mostly because uh, yeah it seems like all those all, all the actors we see present a little bit older than they actually are. Yeah. So, yeah well, like, uh, Cocoon isn't... Um, what's that is his... not an action movie, though. Yeah, Wilford Brimley is 23. Brimley. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but Brimley's not that old in No, Cocoon. yeah, totally. Wait, really? Uh, maybe Jeff could look it up. There's like There was a Twitter <laughs> account where it was like the, the Brimley Cocoon line, <sighs> and anytime a celebrity turns the age he was in Cocoon, they would get a tweet <laughs> from the... From the Wolfman mm-hmm. Brimley Cocoon line account <laughs> to let them know how old they were. Uh, and I think it was surprisingly young. I mean, I think a handlebar mustache and suspenders makes anybody look at least 10 years older yes. than they actually are. That's true. That's true. What if Captain Kangaroo was actually young? And what happened to that guy? He was probably only like 55, I think, probably when he died. That's what I'm going to guess. Yeah. Wilford oh, Brimley was 50 in that movie. Oh, my God. I have crossed the Brimley Cocoon mm-hmm. line. 50. That is why. He must have been playing older than he was, though, right? I don't know. That guy just, he just, he's just old all the time. Yeah, like Angela Lansbury. Uh-huh. Yes, just like Angela Lansbury. He was 50 when the film was released, so he may easily have been 49 when it was shot. God. That's so nuts. They, they put <laughs> him in so old crazy. face. That is crazy. I remember not liking Cocoon. I saw it when I was a little kid, and it was oh. kind of. You don't you know it. I think, it. Is that a Kubrick movie? Uh, it's, no. no, it's Ron Howard. Oh, okay. No, I don't know that one. Uh, I think it's actually like hopeful and feel good probably, but I found it disturbing. Oh. It's not a bad movie. It's just that it's, I think there's some weird thing where it's not, you can't, you can't watch it because the rights holder might be, I think it might've been like Fox. And then when Disney bought Fox, there's like a ton of movies that they just haven't released because Disney doesn't care. They don't. And so they're just in this limbo space where you can't get them. This is a little bit twee, but have you guys seen this thing where they're setting up the little free library, but for DVDs, and they're Mm-mm. giving it the blockbuster coloring? No. So oh, that's it's like a little free blockbuster. So yeah, that might be a fun resource for those kinds of I movies. I have a garage full of DVDs. I should oh, you maybe you check. guys should set up yeah. a little oh, but, free blockbuster. Yeah. But you could do like a full-size free blockbuster i just want to give them away. i just want to get rid of them frankly yeah. so i don't care yeah yeah we should we should put a little free blockbuster there yeah. is a shop here in burbank that just opened up like a couple years ago and it's uh i'll give them a shout out it's called be kind uh-huh. and it's a video 
VHS rental place. Oh, and I'm just like, rewind. I never put it together. How are you yeah. making enough money to afford this rent? Yeah. yeah. I think if you have enough, enough hipsters in a neighborhood, you can sustain one of those kinds of things. Well, Burbank yeah. has this weird ability to sustain stores like that. Like, uh, yes. yeah. like there are three model hobby stores in Burbank. Yeah. Like, Yes, that's there shouldn't be right. one in all no. of Los Comic Angeles. Comic book stores like, that don't sell new comics. Yeah, there's like three railroad pl- train places and three hobby stores and, in Burbank, and like they somehow can pull it off. And and three shops for the macabre. Yeah, you know, just for like Halloween, artifacts yeah. of right. witchcraft yeah, and cool. yeah, witchy shit. I think you're putting an R. Yeah, he did put one in there. Word. I always pronounce it that way. Oh, okay. It's my it's re- my regional accent. When what accent is that? It's from Tucson. It's a Tucson accent. So everyone in Tucson says it there. Like that. <laughs> no, I don't know. What is, what, how do you pronounce from it? Tucson. I, I would say I say like macabre. Yeah. I yes, there's macabre. A, macabre. As well. Corn on the macabre. Macabre sounds wrong. To but me. then, like a fancy person would probably be like macabre. Macabre. <laughs> so like the very. Oh, yeah, right. and I take that R and I give it more prominence yeah, because all you. Macabre. Because all you. That's right. <laughs> you know, I think I got. Y'all want to get some cold cauldrons and perform some action? Those are my cards. It's dark in here. What's he very macabre? <laughs> Every time I I know the place, there's what is it called? Dark delicacies. Yes, and they have wow. tons of taxidermy. I have not been in. Every time no, I no, drive that's by. a different place. Dark oh. deli- there's dark delicacies, and then there's like, yeah, there's the delicate darkacies. <laughs> no, it's got a funny name. I forget, but it's like it's taxidermy. Uh, oh, that's not dark delicacies. No. No, 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 no. Which is the one where you spin the thing in front? And it always lands on like that's... witches, something or other. That might be. It's Dave and Buster's. Yeah, no, no, uh, that uh, is that dark. Wheel of Fortune. Season? That's the one that's across the street from the Halloween store. That's Portos. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> um, well, I've I been forget. in one that had more taxidermy than I care to feast my eyes on. Right. Is that Dark Delicacies? Are you talking about the one that's next to the gun store? I don't. I think so. I don't know. <laughs> that is the new one. And that no, wait, is not which gun store? Because also there's also in a lot of there are yes. Gun well, no, this is the brand new gun like, world. Deluxe, gun, gun world. The relocated gun world. Yeah, it used to be next right. to Portos. Right. Actually. Yes. This okay, is the well, this the fresh is... and new one. Uh, I've never seen a woman walk in or out of that store. <laughs> I know, but I have been like flipped off by someone pulling into their driveway, which is a huge surprise. Yeah. <laughs> so, I feel like. Angry people like that maybe shouldn't be. Yeah, going probably to a lot of shouting matches in that parking lot. Uh, uh, every time I drive by Dark Delicacies, I think I'm like, I bet that's a good place to go in to hear about how uh, monogamy is outdated. <laughs> yes. Like, My, how much is this taxidermy? You know, monogamy. Is good. <laughs> you know, it's I, really not natural. Just mm-hmm. be one person your whole life. Right, we're all just it's all it's a it's part of the Judeo Christian. We're more uh, communicative that way. It's mm-hmm. honest. <laughs> Actually, no. I feel like I, I do, I do, and don't have anything against open relationships. No, yeah, I but know. it's definitely a very fun thing to kind right. of make fun of. Yeah, <laughs> and I, yeah, and you, and that's the, you see the logic of it when someone yes. explains it. But there is definitely a, a kind of person who loves to explain. Can you? The logic oh, love to you. it. Can oh, you yes. love it. explain to my wife the logic? <laughs> you know, but, but for real, well, you said you jail Christian. T- <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, you yeah. said that you do and don't have stuff against it. What do you yeah, mean? I do and don't uh, because I think, like, I, I think. People that are open typically seem like they're super communicative, super honest. I have a really, like, that's really my thing. I don't like when people lie. I don't like when people, like, hide things that Mm. they want to maybe do outside of the relationship. So I think in that way, it's great. I think people that do it to solve a problem in their relationship are bad or whatever, doing it wrong. And then I also think people who are, like, 
Because I think it's just like you run into so many like dudes that are mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, me and my girlfriend are ethnically not ethnically, <laughs> ethnically non-monogamous. <laughs> I always say ethnically. Maybe they're ethnically so non-monogamous as well, um, which you should be. Just be open to everybody. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think then it gets a little skeezy and also it can be dismissive in some ways of the secondary or other partners. I think it's like, yes, oh, it's a bummer. For and also I think. I say as someone who has had no experience in it, um, I would think it could be dismissive of the, wait, the secondary being, oh, the new person. Yeah, yes, the new the, person. I the agree outside, with you. The third, yeah, yeah, yeah. more or less. Yeah. Right. And I think people, I mean, you can sign up for that because it's like, sometimes you just don't want a relationship. You want something casual, but there is something to like, could they sleep over? If they couldn't sleep over, that would suck to be with yeah. somebody. Then they're like, I got to go back home to my wife. <laughs> right. In our bed. You know? I think so like that would feel, it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But I also think there's a lot of people that, I, I'm learning as I'm trying to open my mind that, you know, I don't understand everything about relationships. People in relationships are evolving constantly. So it's like if if that leads to more honesty and less cheating, I'm all about it. Right. That's interesting. It, it's funny. I have this, I guess, bias against it where yeah. I just feel like, how can that work? How is how someone who's I'm a acknowledging that this is not necessarily accurate and that this is a bias I have. But my I go into it thinking, how can that truly be okay for all the parties involved? Yeah. But maybe it is. I don't know. I know. Yeah, I just think, you know, whatever. It's like it, my only thing with that is I always – more suspicious about them both being equally on board. It's like it always feels yeah. to me like eh, it's probably one person and the other person going along car, with yeah. it. There's a little a, more well, like, like how can you both like be what, as a lot, on the same page? It seems like when you see a rockabilly couple, you're like, you <laughs> both like this. Yeah, you like, both like this equally, or yeah. one person is super into rockabilly. Yeah, who yeah. put the hair wax in first? Right. Tell us. <laughs> just tell us. <laughs> one of you had to be the first. One you of you got those s- American traditional tattoos first. <laughs> the other one just liked them into the same thing. You didn't both of the same time say yeah. let's pretend like we're from the 50s in a day-to-day basis oh, see? Well, I thought that's something also because it's like if you came into the relationship both being non-monogamous people sure. that's, that's yeah, yeah. right sure, sure. but yeah i always think when it's like we opened our relationship i'm like oh y'all are on the mm. path to divorce that was yes i mean but i don't know maybe it does work when people do I, that and also it's like if you don't have kids like yeah whatever yeah it's, some of them do have kids though yeah and that's when i start to get a little bit like and and i don't it's not because i think like there's anything morally wrong with it or anything it's just like that's an instability that in a in a risk that you're bringing into the situation that um i don't know as a as a child of divorce i'm like you yeah. know um maybe you should just focus on each other and the stability of the family it'd be better for the kids but yeah i think but, people ignore that kind of stuff a lot too just in relationships in general as because i'm a child of divorce so i yeah. feel like i'm super sensitive to it as well like if i hear someone talking about their partner negatively or whatever and the kids right behind them i'm like oh yeah, yeah. Like, they just they're not always computing that their kids would I be know. affected even if they don't know what's going on they always know on it's some level it's so wild how it. sensitive they are like yeah our you know our son is like he's talks about money now like he's worried about money and we're and we're like oh my god have we talked his, around him has, has he heard us talking about money and then he's now like freaked out about like you just have to be so careful elliot told me his new year's resolution was to worry less about money i know like, wow. <laughs> what an Isn't adult that intense? New year's i know he's six wow yeah shouldn't it be like get good at coloring yeah <laughs> <laughs> More Legos. He's like, invest I somewhere. Know. It's crazy <laughs> to me. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I know we need it to get a Roth Honestly. IRA. It's crazy <laughs> to me that he understood what 
a resolution. Well, he called it a revolution, but his new re- his new revolution is to worry less about money. It's crazy that he understood enough what that is, though. I feel well, like he has a he- revised New Year's resolution, though, which he told me um, in private the other day. And it's not a secret so much as he just didn't want you to hear it. <laughs> Are we allowed to say it on the show? Yeah. It's to be nicer to win or to spend more time with Wendy, our dog. Oh, that's so sweet. That is so sweet. He's a a sweetie. He is a sweetie. But I do feel like his concern, but maybe this is just how it would be in a six year old. His concern about money is. He will get fewer presents. Yes, for for his (laughs) birthday and Christmas. Not that we're going to like, you know, have to move out of the house or anything like that. It's like, will this mean, you know, fewer presents for my birthday or we won't be able to go to Disneyland or something? Remember at Costco when he started to ask you how, what your salary is and you weren't going to answer it. I was like, Daniel, he doesn't need to know that. Yeah. I mean, well, first of all, he wouldn't understand what the I could tell him a hundred dollars a month and he'd be like, whoa, wow. <laughs> uh, but also like there, a blimp. Allison's instincts were right because he could like remember it and then tell his friends at yes. school or something. And, That's what would happen. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah, well, we sent him to a public school, which uh, I believe in public schools. But the thing is, like, there's kids from so many different backgrounds, and so there's there's a, there's a kid whose dad has a Bugatti, like. But then there's also kids that don't have anything, and you just I I get really hyper conscious about like not having him go in there and say like I got all this stuff from Santa or something because right. I don't want some kid who like got a little wood train to be like, I guess Santa doesn't like me, you know. I mean, a wood train is pricey, but I know what you're saying. <laughs> Well, yeah. wait, I know that you mentioned the you mentioned the Bugatti thing. I've never seen a Bugatti. Well, there aren't many out there. There's like they're like three million dollars. I, I, I know each. it as a, like a pull for a rich guy's car, but yeah. I just I can't picture. Jeff, what they how much is a Bugatti? Like. Six figures. I mean, it depends it, on what you're, what you're getting. But yeah, there are ones that are like millions of dollars. Wow. I mean, I think. Do they yeah. look nice? They look. Yeah, they're they're not bad looking. I mean, it's not my dish of peas exactly but it, they look like a rich guy's sports yeah. car but they're not sounds like an unusual pasta shape yeah it kind of looks that way but <gasps> they're bucatini not is actual pasta right. yeah <laughs> that's where they got it from <laughs> the uh, lamborghini bucatini is like, uh, like a little wagon wheel what if there was a pasta shape that you could only get if you're super rich and so you're oh right. my god the world's oh, most exclusive pasta, pasta. Mm-hmm. isn't bucatini is that the one where it's like a thick spaghetti, mm-hmm. right? I think and it's hollow in the middle. But wait, what's the new like one? Like a Twizzler. What's like the a new Twizzler. Techno, hollow, like the new advanced Yeah, during the, there was a lot pasta. going, there a lot of pasta tomfoolery happening during the pandemic. And these people who had a cooking show or cooking podcast came out with a new pasta shape. I've seen oh, it. Oh, I think there. I remember that. Remember this? Yeah, yeah. But the Bucatini, like people couldn't get it or something, right? Do you guys remember this? Oh, I don't know. I don't there was know. a Bucatini shortage. I think there was a Bucatini. Thanks I believe. <laughs> I know that fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, got to circle back on something. Thing. Jeff, did you find Topher Grace's wife? Yes. Her name is Ashley Hinshaw. Oh, yes, I know. Who did she play? She played a character named Bridget. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. really have much information Bridget. on That's the fine. Character. Is she blonde? Yes. I wonder if she played the wife of um the min- the minister on the show. No, that was Anna Camp. Oh. I okay. don't know why I freak. I know that because I was just telling it. I keep like things keep coming up yes. today that I was just talking about. So I'm like, this is so weird. But yeah, no, I don't know what to- it was. Probably like one of those like two episodes, then a vampire ate right. things. You know what was coming up for me a lot at the beginning of the year? So much that I was like, what? We're there at has the to be of the year, honey. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, it, it, closer to more. The be- yeah, yeah, more in the beginning. 
Thank you. <laughs> yes. So much so that I was like, there has to be meaning in this, except I don't know what it is. Some people eat shrimp tails. Are you aware of this? Oh, yeah. this I'm not. Me. I have never yeah. eaten them. Okay, nor have I. And then I think I was at, oh yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, I was at, I was having a meal with, um, if people are familiar with the Good Mythical Morning Averse, mm-hmm. I was having uh, I was having a meal with Jordan Myrick, and they are like a food blogger, and I was putting my shrimp tails aside, and they gave me real shit for not eating the tails. What? Apparently it's like an amateur move not yeah. to eat the tails. But if you're a real foodie- I guess you eat the tail. But they're like, but do you enjoy them? Chew. It's not you. Would one enjoy the tail? I mean, it seemed to me like tail eaters are doing it on principle. Yeah. Um, And I'm not talking about ass eating here, which everyone enjoys and should enjoy. Um, No, but I think you think when you, it does seem like the people who eat the shrimp tails, I. And they, feel, they, they feel do they, better. Do they maintain eye contact while they're eating them? Yeah. I think I had a I don't know if I was told this as a kid or just kind of reverse engineered it in your mind, but I I always thought that would mess up your your shits. I thought they would get like caught in your shits. Mm. Maybe it would help it along. Sounds yeah, fibrous. maybe it would. Ugh. Could be, but but yeah, but no. People are just munching those tails. <laughs> I feel would like you... that's a thing where you know, like when you see how they put candy corn, they're like, look what you can do with candy corn if you face it this way. Then it looks like a cob of corn, and that's why it's called candy corn. Have you ever seen that? Oh, no, yeah. but it just makes all sense. These things yeah. that like happen from like TikToks, and I mean, maybe I mean, obviously this is a foodie thing because I have also heard this from foodies, but like it's a weird thing where you never hear about it and then all of a sudden like, everybody's like you don't eat the tails on your shrimp yeah. and it's like what? When was that a yeah. thing? So my mother-in-law really enjoys shrimp and she was here around the holidays and she just casually mentioned you know you can eat the whole shrimp and I thought that's disgusting Well I know people gross. you know if you go to a sushi place you can order the, the shrimp heads and they'll fry right. them oh, and yeah. people I know who eat them say it's the best part of the shrimp and I will not try it okay so she mentioned it and then when i had stephanie wilder taylor on the show i was reading her book ahead of time and she talked about being such a fried shrimp addict when she was a little kid that she'd eat the tail i was like why is everyone talking about this then she came on the show we talked about it and i was like this is so weird that it's come up twice in this week and then i swear to god stg internet parlance (laughs) that night or the next night elliot said i ate the tail because he really likes shrimp and we had shrimp. And he is not he, on TikTok or anything. No, he and he said, he that. told me that he ate the tails. I was like, what is happening? No. Is this one of those, like, uh, what is that thing where it really makes you I think, think there's reset? Where they say it's like a. Oh, uh, um, Mandela effect? Mandela, is this Mandela effect where yeah. everyone always ate the tails and we just, like, Right, we yeah. remember a, we, a reality we, where they we didn't. We shifted <laughs> yeah. dimensions. We we lived most of our lives in a dimension where you don't eat shrimp yeah. tails, and now we're here eating the tails, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's the Baron Steen Bear. <laughs> <laughs> the Matrix is getting porous. Right, Ooh. yes, and Sinbad had a movie called Kazam. <laughs> what was it really, Shazam? Shazam? No, I guess Shaq was, Shaq there, was right? in Kazam. Uh, but people think it was Sinbad, and it was called Shazam. I think that's a Mandela effect thing. Anyway. Hmm. By the way, for the record, I like Sinbad. Sinbad's fucking hilarious. He's very funny. I, for some reason, he became People the butt like of jokes, him. and I oh. don't think it was uh, deserved. I thought he was—he's a hilarious. What would you? What very would be the joke guy. about Sinbad? Well, he was like—I like feel for a while he was comedy. doing maybe because he was doing movies that were sort of like family. I don't know. Sure. Like he it was, was like, jingle oh, all the way. He's like, doing kind of a punchline jingle Yeah, but I don't know. Hey, I mean, people were probably people were probably coming to him in the late eighties saying. 
here's a you know backing the brink tr- brink truck up right. to his I house and saying make this movie and he right. go okay like yeah everybody made unfunny that? bad comedies in the 80s yeah yeah there were just a lot of them do you think we would have or do you think we would have known better oh, oh I, I would have done st- it I would have stayed crap. <laughs> never would have sold out <laughs> I would have been that God, Bill Hicks. That would have been yes. me. Yes. Who's the Bill Hicks of today? I mean, yeah. I know people. There's plenty of people who think they are Bill Hicks sure. of today. <laughs> I know. I feel like that uh, kind of has a different meaning now. Mm-hmm. That like Joe Rogan. No. Like in, just in terms of well, just in terms of like popular for being like or thinks they're like a truth teller. Mm-hmm. Oh. But I just think like that truth teller kind of comedy is so fucking boring. Like if. You, I don't know. I'm not a Bill Hicks fan. Maybe Bill Burr, if mm-hmm. you want to be generous. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it does seem like that. He was kind of early to, like, comedian as guru. Like, that's yeah. a fairly new concept, and it seems like he was kind of early oh. to that. Yeah. If that's what you're talking about, too, Russell Brand is very much oh, like Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. big time. Sure. He was like, yeah, he thinks he's funny and enlightened. Sure. Right. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I don't think I buy either one of those from <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm thinking of comics that have that vibe the most. It would probably be, um, and I'm, I'm blanking on his name, he he took over the man show. He was with Joe Doug Rogan. Stanhope. Stanhope. Oh That's yeah, a, sure. I think he's got a more little of a, bit of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's a different time. Sure. But yeah, I think I think people like who you know people like idolized that stuff and now are trying to be it in their own way. Uh, yeah. Diminishing results, I think. Yeah. I saw something about, or it was like the uh, Ariana Grande video that just came out, and I don't then know someone about tweeted it. something like, "What." is happening to original ideas and it's so real because it's like yeah sure we're rebooting everything we're remaking everything but it's getting to a point where it's like every music video is in you know influenced by another music video but it's super watered down and like not as well done it is a bummer what is her oh what is her video like it is based off of the uh, paula abdul music video that i can't think of straight up not telling me with the cat not with the cat. <laughs> I wish, right? That'd be so obvious. But no, it's a, it's a video where they're all like standing in like a warehouse and it's a oh, bunch of dancers. Yes. Yeah. And so it's like supposed to be influenced by that video. But, but really, there's so white, many. I'm thinking there's it. a Janet Jackson mm, video that's like that too. Like there's yes. that whole warehouse of the dancers thing is, yeah. is a trope. Flash dance. Yeah, honey, flash dance. <laughs> is, I believe she was a maniac on yes, the floor right. in a warehouse kind of situation. A steamy that's true. warehouse. That's true. Um, I have a theory that like, if you're a Gen Z, you know, late millennial, that like the pace of of content is so much. There's so much that like you these people that are young now, these people, <laughs> uh, they just don't have time to mine the old stuff. You, you don't have to. I barely have time. So I have had a lifetime of a slow pace. So I have seen old movies. But like, you know. You meet young people now and they just barely have an awareness of things from like even the 90s because, I mean, who the fuck has time to watch old TV shows and old movies and old music videos? So the ability to be derivative now as an artist is greater because they're not going to know the source of right. what you're doing. So it's gonna stuff's just going to be more derivative because 
fuck. They don't know what the original thing was. Well, that's with, uh, I mean, I always get into this stuff, but the same thing with TikTok again, where it's like people also think of that as just like, that's just how it works. And it's like, actually, it's not. Someone who is very intelligent or fun or funny, whatever, comes up with an idea mm-hmm. and then a million people make the same idea yes. over and over again. That's not how it used to work. I mean, right. I mean, maybe it was, I think, every, I mean, obviously, like, you know, Kiss Me Kate is influenced by, uh, what's the word? The Tammy of the Shrew. Tammy of the, Shrew. the Shrew. Yeah. So it's like, obviously, everything's, you know, inspired by older material. But at the same time, at this point, it is just getting remade, repackaged, repurposed over and over yeah. again. Uh, yes, I actually, because I spent time on TikTok as well. Yeah. It waxes and wanes. Some say but... too much time. <laughs> <laughs> Some Honestly, sometimes I'm like... I have got to spend more time on TikTok <laughs> because I'm spending too much time arguing with people on threads. At least well, TikTok is like a shower for my brain. Yeah. I get brainwashed. Yeah. No, TikTok mm. is like escapism and it makes me feel better afterwards versus all the other ones don't make me feel good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, though. I would be curious to hear what the people who do are heavy TikTok users, what, because they, I, I always like hearing, you know, apparently that algorithm is hyper, hyper focused to what your deal is or mm. what you like. I would be interested to what kind of videos you guys see over and over. I had this thought because my YouTube (laughs) algorithm is completely fucked right now because I, 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 I pulled up a couple videos about learning Japanese and now YouTube's like, oh, Apparently, the only thing he wants to see is Japanese stuff. And it's like, I have other interests, YouTube. Look through my history. Like, you (laughs) know this about me. (laughs) Um, And so I just wish that there was a way to borrow another person's algorithm. Like, you could be like an influencer who shares algorithm. Like, oh, you want these kinds of things? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you want these kinds of things or these kinds of things? Because even Netflix doesn't fucking get me. Mm -hmm. Like, I want want some way to, like... His TikTok was nonstop. Taylor Swift live yeah, video. Yeah, and I'm like, I won't even get back into it, but it's like, the, TikTok did not understand me. Right? <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Um, but like now TikTok is, I'm a little care- more careful with TikTok. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, I want to be able to share. We should be able to share. Mm-hmm. Someone figure that out, please. I feel like you only notice that it doesn't know you when it starts to, like when, I, when I've talked about before, but I was getting a lot of like shedding reptiles. I still get, <laughs> I still get, you know, and I, you know what hooks me? Hmm. It's, there's a lot of people feeding snakes on there. Oh yeah. And so I'll, I'll be like, no. And then I'll be like, wait. What, you just like what, to see what, something swallowed whole. What legs were hanging out of its mouth? What was that? And then right. I go back out of like some macabre <laughs> curiosity. I, and every time I go back, I'm like, now I'm going to get more of this. For the, cutting back on yeah. macabre. The there you go. Resolution. For the Facebook ones, for like Instagram or threads, I am convinced that the amount of time you spend, like if I'm on a oh, thread yeah, or something and then, I, sure. and then so I get distracted and it's not something that I want, I get freaked out because now it's going to think I only want that content. Mm-hmm. And so now I'll like things that I don't really like just to train, train the it. fucking algorithm that I want this stuff. What mm-hmm. kind of stuff do you get, Nicole? I had to get off of TikTok because oh. the last time I was on, well, the last time I was on it regularly, I was going through a breakup. And so everything I was watching was like, he's cheating on you, girl. Like, don't you even think he likes you because he didn't do this. And I was like, he doesn't like, like, it made me go cuckoo. Mm-hmm. And so I had he's to probably cheating on you, Nicole. Yeah. yeah they'll <laughs> say my first name. I threw my phone. I'm like, Fuck. No, but yeah, it was like, truly it was infecting my brain. So I had to get off of it. I'm, I will poke on there every mm-hmm. now and then. But yeah, I watch like Instagram reels like an old person now. I mean, they're 
just safer. It's all dog videos now for me. <laughs> that's oh, that's good. the dream. You know, it or, is. or have different like social media with different types of algorithms for whatever mm-hmm. mood you're in. Yeah. Um, it's only a matter of time until the AI on these things does start saying your name. I mean, oh, yeah. did you hear about that George Carlin thing? Yes. All I saw was his daughter responding to it. That's what, what was, I saw too. Yeah. Someone wrote a whole hour long stand up special uh, as George. It was as George Carlin, his style of comedy, as though he wrote it now right. from the grave. So it's like jokes about being dead and stuff. And, and then I said it was probably terrible, right? It actually, it actually wasn't terrible. I mean, it's obviously not as good as if George Carlin himself wrote it, and someone's doing a George Carlin like impersonation. I think it's not AI voice, but but it, AI wrote it, right? But if I told you that this was actually George Carlin, it would be hard not to know. It was pretty fucking close. And like they there were, were some laughs. In there it. were actual jokes that were some of them were funny, like. Mm. Uh, it was wild. I guess I could, uh, did the AI write it or perform it? I'm, I'm unclear because I think it was part of like Will Sasso's uh, Dudesy podcast, which is like all about AI. And I, it might have been Will Sasso doing the. I can't tell if it's him doing Carlin or if it's one of those voice AI well, things. Well, if AI didn't write it. No, the AI wrote it. Okay. It might be, and it might be AI of his voice because I watched a documentary that was Andy Warhol, his all of his diaries, oh, yeah. and Andy Warhol's voice narrated the whole thing, wow. and he oh, didn't wow. read those diaries yeah. out loud. It That's was just crazy. AI was programmed, with and all it of sounded sound. yeah. realistic. Yeah, but the thing about that is that you had you know, so there's all, going to be these derivatives of derivatives and AI derivatives, but it's like you had to have it's all based on someone's authentic artistic work in the first place and i just hope that like we don't lose sight of the fact that you need you still need humans creating things if you're gonna have that other stuff like can we please just value the original creators more that's that's what and that's what i'm thinking is getting less value yes the original creator i mean people will reply to my instagram stories with a, a tweet but they don't. They they don't think I know it's a tweet. Like they'll try. To, they're making a joke, but oh, the God. joke isn't a joke because it's just a tweet. And I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, I saw that tweet. Because I'll always say that. I'll be yeah. like, you didn't just make that statement up. That's right. A, you know, that's a joke. Uh, but yeah, I think that's happening a lot. It feels like it's getting so watered down that people forget. Originally, it came from someone mm-hmm. who created it. It is weird when you see some kind of joke or concept or idea, and then you start. And I'm not talking about TikTok. Tic Tac, where people are actively imitating. Right, like, right. I like this semi pithy statement that isn't that funny anyway. This, you know what it is? The, I've seen so many. Here's an example of one this thing where, like, um, you know, my dog just sighed, but my dog doesn't have to pay rent right. and da da da. Exactly. That one started popping up everywhere. Is that just parallel thinking or is that people copying I each other? I think both. I mean, because yeah. I've definitely tweeted stuff that then, I mean, went viral, but then I'll see somebody tweet the same thing. And I've never thought like, they stole my work because mm-hmm. I'm like, that's a common thought. Sure. And like, it is annoying when your dog sighs because like, you're like, what the fuck do you do? <laughs> <laughs> like, who the fuck do you think you are? Mm-hmm. Um, but no, so I, I mean, I think, so, I think it varies, but right. I, I think... To me, it does seem what's happening more is just jokes are becoming people are just taking them. But then also, you know, when does it become just part of the zeitgeist and just something that people say? I don't know. Right. Right. Yeah. I think in response to like events, you know, of course, there's always going to be like similar thoughts. And so that kind of thing is going to happen. But there's 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 weird like trendy like ways of performing that happen on 
uh, TikTok too. Oh, yeah. They're just like, yeah. Even the way people are talking, I mean, like literally their intonation and their physical movements are getting like very much the same. And I'm just like, that is so weird. Yes. Like I can always tell when my 30 something friends are watching too much TikTok yeah, because, because they're, they're like, mm. they're like, Slay. And I'm like, no, like you didn't say that two weeks ago. Stop watching TikTok all the time. And you can just tell it just feels like too much. Slay with five L's. Yes, L's. You can see, Jump scare. It's interesting. You can see, like, if you're on there enough, uh, you can see when someone does a certain thing, like, you know who they're following. Yeah. Because this person does that a lot, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's really know. interesting. And I, yeah, and I think it's as, I mean, I just think the problem with it is crediting the create people who created mm-hmm. it or even acknowledging it. Because sometimes people that create stuff will be like, hey, that's my video that you're using, right. apartment therapy. This happened <laughs> to somebody I know. And like, the you know, then everybody yells at that person. Like, why? Are, what, do, what do you care? That's how the internet works. It's like, no, it doesn't. Like, if a company is using your video, they should pay you for it and or ask you for it, mm-hmm. not ever just use it like that. What yeah. did apartment therapy take? Uh, this uh, a girl, her name's, Francesca Ramsey. I always, I always feel like when I'm talking about people, I'm like, let me make sure how to say it without uh, her name's Francesca Ramsey. She made a video. She makes a lot of videos, but one of them was like uh, singing a song about not getting her deposit back while she's painting her apartment. Oh. And so it's showing like what she's done to remodel her apartment. Mm-hmm. And so that went viral. So then a bunch of other people made videos like that too. But then apartment therapy, I believe, you know, took her video and used it and then when she's talking to them you know hey this is my video everybody's coming for her like who do you think you are the person who made the video get one dollar for this you know yeah. that's the problem too is when other people are making money off of it yeah yeah uh, i worked on a youtube show uh years and years ago uh i was brag the, uh, yeah i know i got uh, five hundred dollars a week to work for uh this is not a uh, good mythical morning that i mentioned earlier right. these uh those guys are are fine, upstanding dudes. Uh, but these other YouTube guys, um, I was they wanted to write like a scripted sitcom like thing. And, you know, like we would turn in the scripts and then they would come back after these guys did their pass on it. And it would just have like Simpsons jokes in it Mm-mm. or family. Like guy actual jokes ones. Yeah. Just like I think they had one where someone said the goggles, they do nothing. My eyes, the goggles, they do nothing. Um and, you know, I would go to them and I'd be like, hey, like, I mean, this is kind of, you know, I don't, I think this seems like you're just taking, they're like, yeah, it's a joke. People like it. And I think that, like, <laughs> oh, there's something to, if you grew up on the internet and if you got famous yes. on the internet, you are likely to have a value that just, like, all comedy is memes. Yes. Comedy yes. is memes, and yes. you put it in your thing, and if you do it, you're funny, and that's what being funny is. It's using yep. memes, and sh- you know that's why Elon Musk thinks he's funny because he sh- sh- puts memes up, you right. know. Yeah. And I think I think to a certain kind of internet person, mm-hmm. that's just okay. Mm-hmm. And I that's think that like maybe to us, we want to make our own thing that people like you know but yeah. i think just to certain people it's like yeah i'm funny i did a meme that happened with uh britney broski too and aav aave which is african-american vernacular english uh because people were like yo like you are talking like a black person what are you doing and she's like no i'm not that's just internet speak right? she didn't know and it's it, it's i don't I don't know if she knew or not but i know that the way she justified it was that's just how people talk on the internet and it's like Absolutely. Sure. However, that also came from a specific group of people that are typically pilfered and plundered from, you know what I'm saying? A lot. And, you know, a lot. Well, a lot of the a lot of the, the words and things that get, you know, become, um, tr- you know, trendy new words are 
coming from subcultures or you know people yeah. who are marginalized and you, it's hard sometimes to trace it because it just becomes a word everyone's using or a phrase yeah um wait who's Brittany broski she's a very like uh, she okay you know those kombucha memes where she's like drinking mm-hmm. it she's like oh yes uh, and then she like likes it and that she became famous from that meme. oh and she's very funny I, she's I really good at the meme, internet the yeah she's a, she's a she's funny and like I don't. I have my own opinions on appropriating language. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm like, well, listen, if they like the people and they like the thing, like Billie Eilish loves hip hop, so I would never think Billie Eilish is trying to be anything other than a girl who loves hip hop. So she talks like that or whatever. But like, yeah, with her, it you know, it it was it was definitely taken from mm-hmm. you know a certain way of talking. And when I think you just don't. When you call it internet language, I think that that's just the mindset these days. I don't even think it's necessarily being malicious. Right. Does she still talk like that? I'm going to have to go so. I haven't seen her in a long time. I feel like she has her own vibe now because she's been she's been famous for maybe a few years now at least so she has like a big podcast and mm-hmm. stuff. I'm, I don't really follow I've never her. Even heard but of this person. She's she is like I thought she was funny. She she would she just is a funny personality. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's just people, you know, whenever, when anybody gets popular, they're going to have to come up against something. And that was the only thing where I was like, girl, it's not internet speak. It's definitely <laughs> a people's way of speaking. And that's fine if you want to speak like that as well, but, but acknowledge what it yeah, really is. Right. Maybe more than just saying that's just internet speak. That's interesting. The the thing that you were talking about, Jordan, with the drop with someone putting in like a, a joke just from a show. I wonder if that's also, uh, you know, because of things like Family Guy, where so much of the comedy is just reference, sure. and that's the, that's just the joke. The joke is simply like, "Hey, remember that?" <laughs> and when that, if you're thinking that that's comedy, like just quoting a line becomes a joke. You know that those lines of what what is just plagiarism versus reference becomes blurred. Well, it's like whether yeah. it's in sort of implied air quotes. Yeah, well, it's like, oh, this is just for people. Yeah, I know it's a it's a rip off of that line. That's the that's the joke. People are gonna like hearing it. Versus, no, you just ripped that off. Yeah, I mean, I think that like, listen, like I love The Simpsons. I use a lot of Simpsons quotes in day to day life, you know. Yeah. But I think I, you know, I think we all kind of just understand like if you're doing a written piece of material, if you're writing a show, if you're writing a sketch, like that should be original jokes yes. and thoughts and stuff, right? Um. But I think, yeah, it's like I wouldn't I wouldn't do anything for money that used someone else's jokes. But, you know, what? like I would say, you know, stupid, sexy Flanders at a bar, um, <laughs> you know, if someone was wearing a sexy ski suit there. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's but yeah, I wouldn't like put it into anything I was doing for money. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't want to come off as sweet bucks. It's <laughs> trying it is... to pass it off as your own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a generational thing because I do sure. think like it, we were like. I don't know why, but something about from Twitter to TikTok blowing up. It was like, and then the TikTok or the Twitter, the Twitter started going to the meme pages on Instagram. Then TikTok started taking it and kind of just replicating the same thing. And I think at some point during that period, it was like, stop complaining, people who think they're funny. Let everybody just have your thing that you said it's funny. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I mean? and the kind of you're the crank for calling yeah. it out. I mean, that was how I was treated when I yeah. told these guys maybe we shouldn't put Simpsons jokes yeah. in this thing. Like, I was some, like, fussy old man. <laughs> yeah. like, but it was funny in yeah. The yeah. Simpsons. Why would you laughed at funny Why joke, we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's say hello and welcome to the new patrons. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people. Patreon.com slash 
Patreon. Patreon. All right. Hello and welcome to Amanda Brown, <clears throat> Gabrielle Fonseca, <laughs> Megan O. O'Reilly, which I believe is uh, a reference to the auto parts store. You guys know this commercial, right? O'Reilly. Rich Morikow, Crystal Lorenz, Paulina Cromer. Not Kramer, but Cromer. Unless it's pronounced Kramer, but spelled Cromer. Jessica Dunnigan, James L. Wilson, Lisa Snyder, Allison Muller, and Debbie Cummings. Hello. Welcome. I hope you're enjoying all of the Patreonage. Patreon. While we're talking about... What? Patreon, I said nidge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Patreon.com slash Allison While we're talking about things you can subscribe to, I would like to just let you know about my Substack, where I'm telling a personal story in installments, allisonrosen.substack.com. And on the Monday episode this week, I had Jack Newcomb, who is the publisher of my book, Tropical Attire and Courage and Other Phrases That Scare Me, the fifth anniversary edition was just released. Um, and we talked about, it was a really interesting conversation. He had pitched himself as like, I'm thinking it might be easier for you to talk about your writing and your process and stuff if I'm like there, you know, because you might feel sheepish about talking about it. Otherwise, I was like, you do not know. Like, <laughs> I am so good about about talking myself up. Um, no, but anyway, we we talked about the book and, you know, how he came to know me and stuff like that. But then the conversation went in these other directions because he's had a very interesting um, career path. And it was it was a. A really fascinating conversation, I think, and I'm not talking about the my, the me part of it. Um, so check that out. Okay, let's do just no. Let's do podcast pals product picks. Podcast pals peanut picks. <laughs> do Jordan? Do you happen to have one? Yeah, you know what I've been using mm-hmm. an espresso machine. Look at you! Wow. I, I I I traded up from the Keurig, which I had been using for years and years and years, and it was fine. I had always kind of assumed, like I I am just like fine with like Denny's coffee, mm-hmm. and I'm like that's and that's that's fine. I'm fine with that as my morning cup of coffee. But um, yeah, the Keurig crapped out. And trade it up to the espresso machine. It's foamy on the top. I really like it. I really <laughs> like good. the Nespresso machine. And you can get a lot of different pods with different flavors. Um, I, I look forward to it in a are way you, that I never did to the Keurig cup. Are you making espresso or are you making like, because I know that it can make a full cup of coffee basically. Oh, I'm making it all. Oh, you are? Sometimes I'll do a little latte in the morning. Uh, sometimes I'll do just, you know, the cup with the foamy on mm-hmm. top. It's really great. Yeah. When you're making a latte, how are you foaming your milk or frothing your milk? Do you have a little frother as well? Oh, you know, I've been doing I've been doing my lattes iced. I haven't done home okay. frothing yet. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the next step. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe I'll get the little whisk, the little uh, oh, yeah. you know battery powered sure. whisk that froths up. Uh, but yeah, I'll just do. I'll put the espresso over ice and uh, pour in the milk of my choice Lovely. and enjoy life. What's do you have a favorite pod? Oh, Favorite you know, I, I've been getting a, so I have historically never loved a sweet coffee drink, mm-hmm. but I uh, just on a whim ordered one from uh, this place called Republique in mm-hmm. Pasadena. Yeah. And it was like, it was like a, a Vietnamese like chocolate flavor. Mm-hmm. It was so fucking good, and now all I want is sweet coffee. So I had a coconut and espresso pod the other day that I loved, and I had a mocha one the other day that I loved. So yeah, now I'm- Wait, are those sweetened? 
the the flavored ones. Flavored. They oh good. I don't. I'm assuming that there's additional sugar in these, but maybe they're not. Maybe they are hmm. just a just a kiss of yeah. wisp. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. Nespresso. Good machine. Sounds yeah. delicious. Nicole, do you have one? Yeah, mine is way more basic, but uh, I was the first thing I thought of was Tiger Balm patches. <laughs> oh, what are these for? So Tiger Balm is a like a minty, mm-hmm. menthol-y spread oh, that yeah. you put on your muscles mm-hmm. to like make them relax and you know a balm. Yeah, it's great. But the Tiger Balm patches are like patches that have the same stuff have Tiger Balm like mm-hmm. in them, but then you can stick them onto like your shoulder or your neck or your back. And they work for nine hours, so oh they work gosh. for way longer, and it works big time. Yeah, because I get a lot of tension headaches because I sit. I have like the yeah. forward head posture thing going on, and so I have like a lot of like shoulder pain and neck pain. And I'll just like stick it on, and it's amazing. It just Ooh. goes away. It makes my head feel ten pounds lighter. It makes me feel better. Yeah, I am intrigued. I'm a huge fan. I recommend them to everyone. So, <laughs> if you have muscle pain, you yeah. and then muscle it like, pain. do you feel your does it, do you just feel the pain go away or do you feel your muscle relax? I think it makes your muscles relax a little bit because I have a lot less pain today than I did yesterday when I put one on. But I also think, I think the way it works is I, I Googled because I always got to Google like, what's happening here? Yeah. Um, but it's like it makes the blood vessels come to the surface, which oh, is like what, what ice would do if you were putting yeah. ice on there too. But they get cooler and warmer, so they kind of like go back and forth. Mm. So they relax your muscles as well as, I believe, just take the pain away by making the blood vessels come interesting i wonder if it would work for cramps i think it does no it does i've used it for cramps before and it, it does. does interesting yes. muscle and you can just stick it right on okay yeah i just i love them so much <laughs> i gotta try this <laughs> chef yeah. do you happen to have one i do following up with my toolbox recommendation from last week i'm going to do the Riker tool bag organizer r-y-k-e-r link will be in the show notes and it's a small tool bag that rolls, it lays flat and you can put all your tools in it and then it rolls up into a bag and it's a little like duffel bag, Ooh. clips, you can carry it over your shoulder, handle, has a little bag that pops out. Very cool. That's kind of like a chef's knife thing. Yes. 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 Bag. Mm. yes. yes. Yeah, I like love Jeff it. Cook. Yes. Did, nice. Nicole, did you notice that it sounded like a flock of geese went by the studio? Yeah. <laughs> have... I actually at first thought that was a sound effect and yeah. then I saw you was... guys turn too and I was right, like, okay. Like, I think that those are the parrots. We oh, have like yeah. flocks of very loud parrots around here. Yeah, yeah, it was really loud. Um, this tool bag sounds cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Does it come in different colors? Um, let me see. Yes, camouflage, khaki, and multicolored, which is probably a mix of camouflage. <laughs> I know. Jeff, what's your favorite tool? Oh, geez. If you had to choose. Um, I like a vice grip. That's a very handy tool. Um, Is that a clamp? It's like a, it, it's like a pair of pliers, but it, it, cl- oh, it yeah. can clamp down right. and kind of snaps mm-hmm. and locks into place. Um, boy, that's a tough question. Yeah, vice grip is pretty cool because it's so sturdy and there's like a mechanical action mm-hmm. to it and it's very well made. Um, you like a hammer? How do you feel about hammers? Hammers okay. Okay. <laughs> no, no, not just, crazy about them. No, it's just, it is, you know, it is what it is. It just mm-hmm. hammers things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it um, does. But yeah, pro- probably, I like a vice grip. I like a nice a nice pair of uh, needle nose pliers. Those mm-hmm. are good. I like a nice pair of wire cutters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good what times. do you do? You build a lot of things. Is this is that your thing? I, I'm a tinkerer. <laughs> I like to tinker and fix You're a tinkerer. Okay. But he's a car like guy that. too. Like, yeah, oh, nice. Guy, yeah. Do you have like you fix cars up? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Oh, I fix them. 
Could you fix a Bugatti? <laughs> I'd be scared too, but I might. I I could probably do it. I'd be scared too. Also. When I think of wire cutter, I think of uh, my mom had some tool where I don't. I feel like it's like hedge clippers or something. But then if you stick a wire in like the almost the middle of it, it tr- clips the wire. Mm-hmm. What is that? Just some kind of multi- like a wire stripper. Oh, oh, that's what that is. Yeah, there are ones where there's a wire stripper in the middle, and then you can crimp on the end. And oh, flip it and things okay. Like Daniel, you've become handy of late. Your favorite tool? Well, I don't know if it's my favorite tool, but I was thrilled when I learned that it existed. It's a, um, it's like a, a, a thing that you I forget. I don't know how I would, I would describe it. It's like a wrench, I think, that has like a prong on it. And it's used to fix crooked doors. So, like, if you have a door mm-hmm. that, like, you know, it, it's hard to open or whatever, the hinges, um, you can take the bolt out of the hinges, and then this thing, you put it in there, and then you can bend it. Like a crowbar? It's sort of like, yeah, you're using that the torque of this thing, and it, it'll actually bend it so that you can straighten your door out without having to take the whole the whole thing apart and re, reframe the door. Interesting. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't remember exactly what it's called, but it was uh, it's a nice thing to have around the house because mm-hmm. doors will often just be you know they'll get that little like it's hard to like mm-hmm. open and close. Oh, them. I got one of those now. Yeah, you need this one of those now. This shiatsu bar for um, doors. Mm-hmm. Get the bar. You gotta get, get it. Nicole and Jordan, do you have a favorite tool? I was just thinking if I, I was like, do I have yeah. one? I mean, I feel like mine's gonna be like hair straightener. My favorite tool, something that fixes everything, the Love. Holy Bible. <laughs> That's right. I've been weirdly Christian this did, whole time. Did you, just, did you just call God a tool? I yeah yes for for he for what can't he fix <laughs> with his glory and wisdom? Yes, God is a tool. <laughs> I'm gonna get on my high horse about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack Newcomb, who I mentioned, the guy from Creators who published my book, they're like a. a News, originally a newspaper syndication company. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's our age. And he was saying that he grew up Catholic. And what was he? Re- oh, I know. He's reading. There's some book about In-N-Out, like a biography. Oh, of, yeah. Do you know about this? I, I, I saw that browsing at the bookstore the other day. Yeah. Okay. It's like the maybe the daughter of the founder wrote like the In-N-Out story. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And I guess each chapter, because the Bible is such a big deal to the In-N-Out yes. people. Got the verses on the bottom of the cups. Yes. Yes. Um, each chapter starts with something from the Bible and it was saying like because God fill in the blank he gave his only son yes loved us so much the world he gave his only son and Jack was saying that you know he's heard that so many times but as someone who he just had his third kid he was like I would never I would kill anyone who tried to harm my kid like I would (laughs) never sacrifice my son to the world and then I was thinking you know I've heard that a million times too, and I've never truly understood what it means. It's illogical when you think about it, because if God, God didn't sacrifice anything, it's like, because he's getting his son back. Oh. He's not sacrificing. It's like right. it's like you, you he, your kid just got expelled from college and is moving he's back come home. home and live with you. Yeah, he didn't sacrifice <laughs> well, anything. God's taking a hit. That's like annoying. He's God's got to convert his rec room into yeah. right. He had just set up his sewing machine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sewing he wants machine. us to feel like, okay, God, you sacrificed. Right. You're sitting right next to you. He's always right in the fridge. You lost nothing. It's a pain in the ass, though. That is such a good point. Thank you. Uh, listen, God and I, we. 
go back? The, the, if this does us in, then, uh, you know, uh, he hasn't been paying attention. <laughs> um, let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? It's taboo. Just me or everyone. Um, Jordan, do you happen to have one? You know, I think I do. Let me know if I've done this on the show before. Okay. Uh, I think I've talked about this elsewhere. Right. And if I've talked about it here, shut me the fuck down. Oh, yeah. Okay, we will. I'll evict you from this room. I insist that you do. Um, I, I think I've always liked this, but I am at a point now where I love, love an errand. I love <laughs> a classic errand. You've not done, I don't think We're you've done We're talking this post office. Oh, my God. Dry cleaner. Uh, bank. Love to go to the bank. Make a deposit at the bank. Uh, yeah, just these like things that you qualify as that that, that fall under the category of errand. Different than a chore. Don't like a chore. Love an mm. errand. Um, those things are chores to me that you just described. Yeah, I mean, to me, to me, that that's uh, you know, doing the dishes not mm, fun. Right. Going to buy a book of stamps. That's a who. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It feels and and, it's, and these are largely things, I guess, other than dry cleaner that you kind of can do on the internet now, and mm-hmm. that they're kind of going away. Right. Um, but I don't know. There's something. There's a sense of accomplishment I get from like going to the hardware store and picking up a pack of light bulbs. How do you feel about? Oh no! I just had I. Mm. Oh, I was so enraged at this idea of enjoying an errand that I completely lost. I was right. going to say, how do you feel about doing something? And then I, <laughs> oh, getting gas. Oh, don't love getting gas. No, yeah, I dread the it. worst. <laughs> okay, but why now? Why is that not an errand? Because you have to like fucking great question. And maybe cut. I don't know. I don't know. That's I, different. That just like shows up. You're like, I'm out of gas. I got to go get gas. Yeah, right. You didn't when you plan need stamps, it your it's day. like, yeah, yeah. sure. Like, I need yeah. them. I'm going to go do this on my time. And you know what? It's it's self-contained right and when it's done it's done yeah, I like yeah that. getting gas to me always feels like an intrusion <laughs> like ah oh. come on yeah because yeah. you just want to be like out and about mm-hmm. and you're like oh i can't i gotta stop yeah yeah. yeah, maybe there's something too of like maybe it's like being a work from home person. It's like you get to have a little interaction. You mm. get to make a joke yeah. with the bank guy. You get, get to go out and be with people. Yeah. When I lived in New York n- near the end. Almost every day I would. So I lived in Brooklyn and I would. Yeah, I don't talk about it very much. I would. There was a Trader Joe's like kind of up a certain street a ways away. So I every I would go and I would get coffee and then I would go to this one grocery store that had amazing tiny samples. Mm. And then I would make my way to Trader Joe's like every single day I would do this errand. Um, and I really looked forward to that and I really enjoyed it because I felt mm. like I was doing something. But for something. So. Because I was on foot, though. Something about, for me, getting in the car and sure. going somewhere, that's what it's makes me It's like the parking's not... a pain in the ass. Yeah. Like, that's not fun. Mm-hmm. But I like a... Uh, if I could do an errand on foot, I don't think I'd be so averse to it. Yeah. Foot errand's great. All right. I mean, so I, I, am, I am not... You say just me or everyone. Not me. Okay. <laughs> Where do you guys come down on errands? Uh, I, I feel know. like you love going to the hardware store. I just like being away from my family. <laughs> <laughs> So you like, you know, I, I like errands, I think. Okay. They're, I think the same thing. I think it's like um, when it's something for me that feels very adult. I'm like, oh, my God, look at me. Yeah, like, oh, look at me. I just dropped off that package in the thingy. <laughs> yeah, there's something about it that feels very like a child doing grown up things. I'm I helping do like. daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
My I, mom would, would always let me put the letters in the mailbox. Like, okay, put them in there. Yeah. Like, yay. So yeah. maybe I have a little residual shit from that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like going to the hardware store, but hardware store's pretty fun. much nothing else. Yeah. Mm. Maybe a hobby store, but I don't do that. But went back when I would go to a hobby store, yeah. like that or the art supply. Yeah, cruise down to Dark Delicacies. <laughs> yeah. I always loves that. I always that. loved a stationery store. Ooh, yeah, yeah. like yeah. with sure. all the pens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Planners. There's a great one in Largemont, but it's so expensive. Yeah, they have everything like colored, colored, mm-hmm. and beautiful and fresh. But the pencil's like twenty bucks. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jeff, what about you? I I like an errand, especially on foot. It's just very. You're, it's like you're getting a thing done. You're getting it checked off the mm-hmm. list. It's very specific. It's like it's, when it's done, it's done. And you feel like you got something accomplished. I like that. It's a good one. I have a just mirror, everyone. And I know this is not everyone, but maybe the idea behind it might be everyone. So I realized ever since I worked at the Adam Carolla show. So this was starting in 2015, ever since after. after whenever I'm driving, I always think I see, and you're the only one who will know who I'm talking about, Gary Smith. Mm-hmm. He has an every face or something. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think I've, it's ever once been That's him. every name, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's like John Doe. But for some reason, I always think it's him in the car approaching. I have seen him, quote unquote, hundreds of times. I don't think I've ever seen him. Um, Is there like a certain person that you guys always think you see, mm-hmm. that, but it's not them? I have a friend from w- w- way back. He... Uh, converted to uh, Hasidism, so he became like one of those uh, devout Jewish guys with the full beard and the black thing outfit and you know the hat and everything. And he moved to Brooklyn. Um, he may even have gone to Israel to to go to a yeshiva or whatever. At some point, kind of lost touch with him. But I I have seen so many guys where I am like, that's. So, like I'll be close, like in the outfit or no? Yeah, yeah. well, just like in the, you know, and just wearing they all wear the uniform, you know, the black jacket. But you only yeah. see, you only think it's him if you're seeing someone in the outfit, right? Like I'm okay. not seeing some. Although he did, while he was uh, in that world, he would still write reviews for rap pages, <laughs> which is a Larry Flint magazine. <laughs> it's very funny, but um, he uh, no, no, I, I've been I've been at grocery store checkout lines like as close as we are just staring at like, how are you not recognizing me? And, and just dead ringer. I've seen that's happened to me many times. All right. So you have one. Yeah. I just think he's got that every Jew face. <laughs> <laughs> I had that for the longest time with Jonah Ray. I would oh, see guys so all funny. over the place. And I swore it was Jonah Ray. I'd be like, Oh, yeah. it's, look, it's Jonah. Hey. And then it wasn't him. And the only giveaway was that all of the Jonah Ray clones were, because Jonah's a tall yeah. guy, but you kind of forget because he doesn't look like a tall mm. guy. Was that I'd go, oh, there's Jonah. And not, he's not tall. Yeah. And weirdly, Jonah Ray, look at pictures of him now and five years ago. He got younger through COVID somehow. Yes. Yeah. Looks great. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It's Last crazy. Yeah. yeah. He does look a lot. He looks great. Yeah. Everybody else aged 10,000 years, myself included. <laughs> but not Jonah. Yeah. I do have a good friend that I see everywhere. His name is Jesus Christ. Oh, oh my God. He oh, just keeps working it in. Of everyone. Security. Security. <laughs> Get him out of here. I, have, I feel like I see my mom a lot, actually, which is weird oh, yeah. because it's my mom, but it's like she's blonde and like 5'7". Oh. Yes. So there's something about a blonde 5'7 woman, especially at the airport, <laughs> looking a little lost was my first thought. Just kind of like looking around and I'm like, oh, 
And then I have to remember like, oh, no, I'm in L.A. But I also have that happen mm-hmm. a lot where you like, I think I see someone that I knew in Chicago or yes. New York. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, but what city am I in? Oh, no, I'm in L.A. So it's not that person. Mm-hmm. Like I have that. Thing, I yeah. feel like it happens, especially when I travel, like when yeah. I'm a little bit unmoored from right. my life. And then it's like, oh, that guy that I haven't seen since college. I what feel, made me think of him? I feel that way about my dad. I feel like I see guys all the time that look just like my dad. Yeah. And I'm like. What the? Where's my dad secretly living here in Burbank? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> oh, I didn't think we'd run into each other. I can't believe so he didn't funny. call. A weird one that I would have, Jonah or me, or sorry, Jordan or Allison, maybe you've had this. When I would go to a punk rock show, not in the scene where I lived, like in another city, I would always think I saw somebody from my punk rock scene. Right. Because yeah. every punk rock scene, it's like... Replicates itself. Oh, there's the zine guy. Yeah. Oh, there's the goth yeah. guy. Oh, there's the so-and-so. Yeah. And I would always think... The guy like, that always wears the suit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I didn't realize how much the guy that always wears the suit is in every scene. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Um, Do you have just me or I everyone? do. I thought I didn't, but mine is uh, something that I've been noticing lately. I think this counts as a just me or everyone. I've been noticing a lot of companies that call you and then text you right after if you don't answer the phone. Mm-hmm. Has this been happening to anyone else? Yeah. I feel like I'm losing no, my mind uh, because I'm like, would, what is yeah. happening? Today, that happened to me with three different businesses. And I was like, this is wild because it's, to me, it's so unprofessional. Be be like, new oh, she didn't answer. Thing. We're going to text. Right. Yeah. Because then norm, like today, one of the people that did it, I just said, give me a phone number to call. Like, do not text. I'm not going to sit here and yeah. text you about whatever it is. But yeah. That's just something I've been noticing lately. That's so, it's, so pushy. I, it's wild to me. Like, and I've had people, I mean, I've had people like that'll ask me to do like a shoot of theirs or whatever it is. To me, it's like, it doesn't matter what you're calling for unless it's someone's in a, you know, been in an accident and is hurt. I don't understand the need to call. And then when someone, I didn't not answer to be fun. You know, I just didn't answer because usually I'm like not even by my phone. Right. So it's right. just like, that's why I didn't answer. But yeah, that's, I've been getting. Do they leave lot. you a voicemail though or no? No. That and that's what's insane. crazy. They'll text while they're while a voicemail would be normally being left. Yeah. Right. Yes. Like it just like how a friend would do. Like, you know, don't worry about calling me. Like, I'll do this mm-hmm. to my mom sometimes. Like, don't worry about calling me back was just calling to say hi. Yeah. But like these businesses will be like, we were calling to blah 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 blah. And I'm like, what in the heck? It's yeah. not like bill collectors. It's just like today it was two doctor's offices that did it. Two. That's like, got to be some weird customer huh. management software yeah. that's packages being sold to people. Or yeah. Something. And there's a lot more companies that say, like, you can text this number too, mm-hmm. as well as call it, which, sure, if I text you first, that makes sense. But if you call me to do something and I don't answer, leave a message like a grown up and hmm. I'll call you back. There's a lot of people who won't leave messages but anymore. There are a lot of people that won't. I think it's that, I think it's part of that. Just like people don't want to leave messages. Yeah. A lot of people don't want to check their voicemails or call people, but. Let's just pretend we all do for like a little bit because <laughs> like I don't want a, a business texting me. It's so weird to me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I was calling um, a place of business and they didn't answer. But before I had clicked end, um, I got a text back from them saying, sorry, we missed you. Yeah. Even that. Like, and then, you know, feel free to ask your question here. That was super weird. That had to have been automated. Like, space, and you know? I think that they also, yeah, because maybe it is trying, they're pr- trying to push off of people because they're understaffed or right. whatever mm. it is. But yeah, or just push off of people having to interact with yes. customers. Or they don't yeah, want to yeah. pay for customer support. Yeah, that's right. what it feels like. But yeah, that even that to me. I wouldn't want that. I mean, I think some people would, but to me, it's like, I don't want you to text me if I missed your, if you didn't answer the phone, I'm going to call you again later. Right. It was just weird because I was still, I guess that's what you're saying. I was still on the phone with them when the text came in. Yeah. Yeah. Strange. Very odd. Jeff, do you have one? I do. When I have a bagged salad and I don't get to it in time and it goes south on me, 
I get so bummed out. Yeah. Like exceptionally bummed out compared to any other food going like bad. The gunky yeah. wilted leaves in the like bag. It's brown. so gross. It and makes you feel like such a failure. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And especially if the bag has not yet been opened. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. That it's just to have to so throw it. I'm crestfallen when that happens. Yeah. I always well, it's been a while, but sometimes I'll like open it up to see if there's any pieces that can be salvaged. But then they oftentimes it's like all oh, these taste. They've been touching yeah. the yeah. gunky pieces, and I feel like yeah, once you saw them touch the gunky piece, you can't forget yeah. that you saw that. And there's something <laughs> aspirational about buying the bag of salad. Right. It's like I'm gonna have a salad. <laughs> what a wonderful choice I'm making for me. And then like just failure. It's gross. And then you are reminded of the stuff you ate instead of that. You're right. Like, oh yeah. Sure. And you know, a bagged salad as composed as opposed to buying a head of lettuce and making a salad. It's like, it's such easy, convenient food. Right. right. I'm so taking the sucker's cheap, lazy ass way out and I couldn't even pull that off. Right. <laughs> you couldn't even I couldn't open even it. throw it in a bowl. Yeah. That like, happens a lot. Literally yeah. all I had to do Drizzle was the bag bottle open, dressing. let yeah. gravity do the work, yeah. put something on top of it and it was a salad and that was too much work. For sometimes, me. Yeah. I find, mm-hmm. as someone who ate kind of only salads for many years, uh, now that I'm not like limiting my food to like just salads, I rarely, I rarely am like I'm in the mood for a salad. Isn't that a commercial? Actually, hmm. <laughs> that's a salad, salad, salad. Mm. But um, I feel like the salad urge doesn't strike that often. You guys, I've recently been struck with the salad urge. Mm. I've been wanting to do a week of salads. It's literally like I found some my, that I like, and, and definitely the like you know the I made a good choice feeling in your brain yeah. is a is a you know, powerful motivator. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I have some salads I look forward to now. Yeah. I always want salads. Mm-hmm. I always want salads or anything to, easy to make or a charcuterie type situation. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Crackers, cheese. That's like all I eat. And I've been doing a lot of bag salads lately, but I did let one go bad and it was another Oof. It was another moment. What kind was it? It was a Taylor Farm Caesar salad. Oh, I nice. keep getting oh, yeah. them like over and over again and just making Caesar salads for lunch. I don't know why. That's just all I've been wanting to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, when it goes bad, you're like, come on. <laughs> that was supposed to be easy. Yeah. I want a salad. No. A taco salad. No. Burger. Salad. <laughs> Robin. That's Robin Shore. Salad, salad, salad. <laughs> I love it. Um, thanks so much, everyone. Oh this gosh, was delightful. Oh I learned a little bit about Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Thank you. No problem. Um, Happy to do it. It's my life's work. Where might we find you, Jordan? <laughs> uh, hey, uh, I have a chat podcast called Jordan Jesse Go. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh-huh. It's been on it. Tons of fun. Yes. And uh, hey, I've got a new graphic novel coming out later this year. Wow. Uh, speaking of the big man upstairs, JC, uh, oh, this yeah. book is called Youth Group. It is a YA horror comedy about teenage exorcists. Ooh, uh, oh, that sounds art, so good. Art by the great Bowen McGurdy. <laughs> uh, it's funny. It's spooky. There's a little bit of romance. There's mm. a little bit of friendship. Oh. Um, and yeah, I'm really stoked about it. I, I and I hope people will pre-order it if it sounds interesting. When to does you. it come out? Uh, it comes out July 16th. Uh, but you can get you can get that bad 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 boy on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Better yet, call your local indie bookstore if you want to look at the cover and a little bit of the internal art. Bit.ly slash youth group book. You can check it out there and uh, get all your pre-order links. Pre-orders are important. Yes. Yeah. Why? Don't know. But <laughs> they want you to to get them for the book. Uh, so I'm doing it. I would. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so. Oh, that sounds so good. Yeah. 
Uh, thanks. I'm yeah. I'm stoked. To, I'm stoked on it. I hope people will check it out. Love yeah. it. And Nicole, what about you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Nicole Thurman. I have two C's in Nicole, and then I've been uh, attempting to keep up a pod or a Substack, <laughs> which we'll see if I do. But it's I think it's Nicole.substack.com. You can find the link on my Instagram as well. Wonderful. Yeah. Daniel. Yeah, you just follow me at Instagram or whatever, Daniel Quants. Okay. Whatever. Cool <laughs> as fuck. D Quants on the snappy. Oh, Quants. <laughs> Jeff? No. You can find me at Popeyes in Burbank on the drive home. That's <laughs> a good Popeyes. Hell yeah. Oh, and shit, there's something I was going to say, and it had to do with my book. <laughs> Maybe buy it? Were you going to tell people about that? Oh, no, I, I already did, I think. Did I not? Oh, no, probably. Buy it. But listen, if you're going to buy it, Leave buy a review. Twice. No, leave re- buy it twice and then leave two reviews. Mm. Leave some reviews. If you buy it five times, you get to leave an extra review. Leave mm. all the reviews because, you know, as Daniel said, you can't get someone excited about a book that came out five years ago. Listen, if you if you're not inclined to buy the book, then you should definitely buy the book and it's got and, new and material and discover new, discover new possibilities. New for material, that you wouldn't have- new artwork. New cover. I mean, mm-hmm. I you know change the acknowledgments have been gussied up. Mm. The things are different. But here's the thing: uh, the original reviews were on the original Amazon page, and so now when I go to the uh. new page, I just a tumbleweed blows by. So um, oh my God, if Amazon had like a little virtual tumbleweed. Oh my god! <laughs> like if and no it's like rah, rah, rah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So please leave some reviews. Uh, and everyone, thank you. Oh, oh, and the rest of my stuff, go to allisonslinks.com, A-L-I-S-O-N-S-L-I-N-K-S.com. You can get to all my stuff. Thanks, everyone. This is delightful. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? Here's your new band.